Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. I've been reading through the comments. I'm so glad that you are glad that we are back. Mad comments wishing us well, saying we're not allowed to go on vacation. Uh, that's a lie. Anyways, we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. Please welcome Elle Reynolds. Hello, Elle. Hey, what's going on, Claudia? And Funky Dineva. What's up, y'all? What's up, Funky? What's going on? Claudia, are your eyes different tonight? <laughs> are they different? What do you mean? You, it looks like you got blue eyes or something. Oh, really? You Do look I, like Tyra Banks tonight. Yeah, you look like you got something going on with your eyes. I don't have, I, you know, when I got my makeup done, I did a few episodes of my podcast. I'm here in Atlanta. Maybe it's the makeup because I'm, I'm definitely not the contact girl. You're, you're, you're giving Catwoman teas. <laughs> I mean, it looks nice. It looks nice, but I just wasn't sure if you pulled one of those procedures where you shave off your eyes. <laughs> you, are, you are in Atlanta, I mean, between Sheree and Tiny, you know, you know. Oh my God, you thought I came here for a procedure? No, I didn't think, I just think maybe one fell in your lap while you were there, <laughs> I mean. Oh, okay. You know, I kind of want a procedure done because I have these little dents on my face I'm like really insecure about, but I don't know. But yeah, no, hey, we all matching tonight. Is Al, is that navy or is that black? It's black, but blue, you know. Baby blue underneath. Okay. Okay. What you guys drinking tonight? Y'all drinking? I am drinking uh, brandy and Publix lemonade tonight. I am doing coffee and Kahlua. I was drinking Malibu rum and Red Bull and Simply Lemonade all day today. So you're more going off the Red Bull than you want a liquor because ain't, ain't no liquor. Malibu is a chaser. That's yeah. not a liquor. That's a chaser. I only slept 30 minutes last night. I couldn't sleep. And then I had to catch a flight at 5 a.m. Got to Atlanta, went straight to a set, and I came straight here. Got a hotel room for two hours just so I could join y'all. You were double booked? Yeah, man. I did three no, episodes. I didn't stay double booked. I'm so tired, y'all. Like, I, I really can't wait to go. I'm My vacation didn't line up like yours did. Like, you got to have your vacation out of the country during our vacation. Mine is next week. But I'm well, still listen, gonna- girl, you, you work and you got a client where you at and a client where uh, you at too. No, you didn't, you little bitch. I don't have a client in Atlanta. <laughs> I wish I did, though. It's dry right now. Mm. Mm. Well, let's not waste no time, honey. Let's get to this hot tea. Oh, Sean Alexander said, hey, can I get a birthday shout out tomorrow? My birthday is 9-7, Virgo gang. You don't get it today, Sean Alexander. We'll give it to you today, Sean, because ain't no guarantee we're going to remember. Happy birthday, Sean! First Happy of all, birthday, our tried it, tried it, and said she borrowed Kenya Moore's contacts. Knock it off. <laughs> and Consuela Moses said, okay, with the black, y'all coordinating. All right, let's get to the show. We got a lot to talk about. Hey, Diddy is sharing the love by giving back the publishing rights to some of Bad Boys rec- uh, Records' top artists and songwriters. Now, it's been reported that Diddy was offered a nine-figure deal for the Bad Boy catalog, but instead, he chose to reassign the publishing rights to artists such as Mace, Faith Evans, Biggie's Estate, and others. What are your thoughts on Diddy giving back to his former artist, Al? <laughs> Why do you guys always come to me? Okay, so to me, this man is the is a PR stunt genius king, whatever you want to call him. This reads really nice. It headlines nicely, especially after the public spat Diddy and Mace had in 2020 around the publishing. But think about it, guys. This really is hollow in all honesty because publishing rights automatically revert back to the musician or to the artist after 35 years. That started in 1976. 
But we know that uh, Bad Boy, Uptown Records, and LaFace in the 90s made it 25 years that the artists will get their publishing rights back. So he's only giving them their rights back a few years early. He already sucked all the lemonade out the lemon. So even though I'm proud that he's doing this, what is he actually doing? I'm sorry, what did you say he sucked? Ooh. Okay, let me use a different word instead of suck. He squeezed all the lemon out of the all the lemonade out of the lemon. What Think about squeeze? it. Two what potatoes. Two potatoes, one <laughs> potato, two potatoes. Oh, y'all are messy today. Anyway, all I'm saying is he's going to always make money out of that publishing and licensing that he did for the past 20 years. Him giving it back a couple of years early. Now, anything that they make off of that has to be new money. It has to be new licensing deals. So, you know, good PR. Damn it. I mean, you completely killed everything I was prepared to say. What were you going to say? What else is it if it's not that? What else I was going to say that this is great that he did this. Oh, my God. About time. I was about to say y'all are never satisfied. You know, he finally did it. It's not on y'all timing, but y'all mad. I was about to say all of that. And you just really killed it with the whole uh, statue of limitations thing. So, I mean, damn, Diddy really ain't do nothing for the folks. So I reach out, I'm looking for this message. I, 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 um, sent a message to, uh, I don't want to put him on this person on blast. That is a bad boy artist. Cause, um, you know, I want no one to be thrown off. No, no. Well, I don't want anyone to anyways. Um, I said, I sent the article about Diddy re returning the, the rights. I said, is this true? He said, um, Danity Kane or Day 26 got anything. The amount is so small that it's pointless. When Bad Boy filed bankruptcy, he wiped all his debt off. He only played the last three months. Oops, I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Um, anyways, like Al said, there's really it's not really worth much now. They needed it when those songs were in heavy rotation. Not now. It's right. like residuals now, like are at two cents now but when it first right. came out they were at three four hundred dollars a play so right, right. i think some people got a few dollars and a, a few of the groups did not and right. so like it sounds like al said it, it sounds good it, it looks good it's actually a nice move pr wise but when it comes to dollars and cents, it's really not that much. All right. For Biggie, see, that's a different story. Biggie is a legend, right? He still has that fame. So when his estate gets it, people are still going to always sample Biggie's music. But how about Mace? Mace's time was like 10, 15 years ago when he could still have made a robust amount of money from this. But now he's not so popular in this new generation. So who's really sampling Mace that much? So, you know. I think it was smart because he always got attacked. This was his Achilles heel in the music industry for, you know, holding their, their licensing hostage. He's now released it, but what has he really done? It was going to end up going back to them eventually in the next couple of years anyway. You know, that's a great point. And unfortunately, we're in a society, right? And a lot of us are guilty of doing this. I know I am as well. You know, we react to the headline. So we don't really get this other part. So you hear, oh, wow, Diddy gave all the publishing back. Right. You know, that's nice, but... Publishing is worth nothing. All right, Q, any other thoughts on that? No, I'm good, baby. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm glad <laughs> I'm not a singer. It seems like that's the worst business to be in, don't it? He <laughs> just says, Chas is one of them nights, honey. <laughs> Go on to the next thing, Claudia. North Carolina pastor Jamian Macy recently took to social media to address the leaked sex tape that exposed him being intimate with another man. Take a look. And many times people don't know how to accept the struggle of a leader or the struggle of the pastor, but other people will paint a picture of you to be the worst person in the world because of a failure. Um, I want to take my responsibility. After the pastor posted his repentance, uh, social media had plenty to say. One person commented, you're only taking responsibility because he got caught, sir. Sick of y'all. And someone else commented, my problem is he lived a totally down low life instead of living in his truth while mentoring others. 
What are your thoughts on the pastor's double life? Funky, let's go to you first. I mean, this is what happens when people come up in the church and have those staunch church beliefs. Uh, he's gay. You can't pray it away. I'm somebody who's been trying to pray it away since I was 10 years old. It don't work. You can talk to a lot of gay men and they will say the same thing. Unfortunately, the church teaches that homosexuality is a spirit and God can deliver everything. And I think the message should be God made you uniquely who you are, sir. You're going to always be in turmoil just as long as you're not living in your truth. I never understood how two things can be happening at the same time, right? We can go to the Bible and we can find all these alleged things that we're not supposed to be. But then we also know that the Lord made us all in his image, right? And made us all. So how could we say that God made mistakes? How? Because then, then they go to this thing. God gave you free will and it's your choice. It's right. It's a slippery slope when you're messing with the devout Christians, Claudia. So I, I, this is what I want to say about this particular pastor. Um, one of the comments that we that you read, Claudia, it's what infuriated me the most. Now, there's a difference between being DL, which is down low and being discreet. If anybody knows this pastor, everyone knows that he runs a very inclusive church. Um, he has very openly gay church members, and he, in fact, is a lot one of the few when he had his church in Atlanta that openly had trans members and made them feel comfortable and free to be to go to his church. Now that's different, right, than traditional traditional church values, which traditional church values is homosexuality is an abomination. That's not his situation. He was not married to a woman, even though he does have kids. He is single right he is gay and that's his business right it's his business what happens in his bedroom is his business i think it's just unfortunate that this little messy little side piece that he hooked up with put all his business that should have been kept behind the doors on the front steps of the church i personally see nothing wrong with him being gay and being with the church as long as he wasn't preaching to others see, that it was right. called abomination that's where you miss right. me when you are in a position to help other young men struggling with their sexuality and balancing that with, you know, their religious beliefs, right? Uh, Ash Green said, it's not a business. Who's sleeping with whoever? Most of y'all grandmamas have nine children with different last names, but y'all hold them in sanctimonious regard. Uh, Kay Love said, not caught sneaking with a deacon in my funky Dineva voice. Yes, honey. <laughs> so Al, if I'm hearing you correctly, he's apologizing for it being publicized publicized yeah doing it okay I, I i can respect that because i will come on this platform if a sex tape of me leaked which i'm glad they haven't uh, <laughs> <laughs> my child i got about 18 years what about child yeah i'm funky i don't remember <laughs> I, I, no, 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 no. so i love the act of recording i do i i completely understand how people get, do that the difference between me and a lot of people is that the recording happens on my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like I've, there may, may, may have been a few situations that other people have got recordings, but that was long before I became Funky Dineva and whatever device they had it on, cross my heart, hope to die that the device don't work and they don't make phone charges for them no more. So <laughs> I too find it very sexy to record and watch it back. Like I love to watch it back later on. Yeah. Like, and I, I have, and when I'm home alone, I have me time with the videos. I mean, I, uh, I will admit that I, I did let one person record on his phone. He kind of just took the, took it out and it, well, took the camera out and I always felt kind of weird about it, but he's so paranoid about people seeing it. I think he wouldn't do anything, but I don't know. Who knows? Does he have equally as much to lose as you? He has more to lose. That's the key. That's, that's the kicker. That's the kick. That's the kicker for me. Like I would never do the video situation with like a cashier at Publix. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, even in doing it, it's people who their world could blow up if it yeah. happens. So I'm always smart about that. He's so paranoid. He's not even seen on a, a date with a woman. Like he just really keeps it so, 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 so private. So I'm like, good. But yeah. Oh, is that Stephen A. Smith? Who, me and Stephen A. Smith? Well, I mean, I just thought about it. he's trending for saying that if any woman goes forward saying that he's his girl, that he's her boyfriend, that he, he would drop her tomorrow. Why would he do that now? And, he, and he said he will not claim a woman until they're mm -hmm. married. 
Which I, I, I do somewhat agree with that stance. And we've had a conversation last week about I would never claim anybody on social media publicly, number one, because I'm not giving y'all that. But number two, if it don't work, I'm taking my L's in private. Mm. Mika okay. said, drop the tape cue. <laughs> Let Vivid make me one of them Kim Kardashian or Mimi Faust deals, and maybe I will. But go on to the next thing. <laughs> don't, we have a, don't we have something in our camera roll? We got okay. a little something okay. in our camera got, roll. We got Alan Speedo and Q laid on the bed with his ex. <laughs> <laughs> right? Not me, not me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of product tape, a police officer was spotted overly protecting and serving an unidentified woman by his police car in the parking lot of a public park. In the video, we see the cop wrapping his arms around the woman and sharing a passionate kiss right before moving to the back seat of the vehicle. Now, the Prince George County uh, police are currently investigating the circumstances. What are your thoughts on this freaky cop? This is your old stomping grounds, right, Al? What? Oh, oh, yeah. Actually, I teach there in, in Prince George County. This is interesting because there are 35 states where they don't have laws which place criminalizing sex between police officers and detainees. OK, so if she happened to be somebody he's detaining, you know, it depended on the state. He didn't do anything illegal if they got the hanky panky going on. Unfortunately, in the state of Maryland, they just recently passed that it's illegal for a cop to have sex with a detainee. But what we know in this story story is she's not a detainee. She's actually a long-term acquaintance. Now, this cop is married, but the wife knows about this young lady, and the two of them went back and forth on Facebook fighting. The wife of this cop is also an African-American female, and she told the other young lady who was identified as Virginia Pinto that she can go straight to hell for sleeping with a married man. Now, this is what is really funny. Virginia clapped back and said, you already know what's up. You're actually started it because you cheated on your husband first. I'm just a cleanup woman. Oh, clean up woman. Q, this is your wheelhouse. So what do you think about this? Honey, I'm a happily devoted, in a <laughs> loving, monogamous, um, you know, the lies, very, very the lies. affluent, <laughs> comfortable relationship. Listen, I want to know what's upsetting y'all. Is it the color dynamic? Is it the power dynamic? I don't have any issue with grown people having sex. Uh, you should have. My only issue is the recklessness. I'm not going to lie. It's the recklessness. She wasn't a, de a detainee. She's an adult. Uh, my parents were law enforcement officers. I, my parents were not even allowed to go in the grocery store with their uniforms on. They pick us up from school, change clothes, and go run their errands. So I know you're not supposed to be hunching in your uniform, and if the person's not a detainee, I'm pretty sure they're not supposed to be riding in your car. That's my only issue with it. But as far as grown people having sex and the wife being involved, and it's a three-way love affair, and everybody know what's going on, I have no issue with that. That's it. not my business. He Let's wasn't, say allegedly, he wasn't riding the car. The car wasn't what he what she was riding. I think the the thing that's going to mess them up is that they were in a public park both times that they were caught on on film, and being that they were in a public park, that's indecent exposure. That's illegal, and also that's a federal government vehicle, so that's illegal. So I think that's where he's gonna he's gonna get suspended. He actually this will be his second suspension this year. I don't get people having sex in daylight in their uniform, and then when they're not supposed to be. I don't get it. But okay, all right. And that's all alleged. We don't know if that tea is true, but we just want to say alleged just in case someone was lying to us. All right, so coming up next, an airline passenger makes a hot mess on a flight. And later, a TikTok challenge goes wrong. Keep it here. Welcome back to TGIF and shout out to all the people in the chat. Uh, R Barnes 926 says, Claudia, what is the email to send our birthdays? Mine's is coming up. I will say it again. Uh, Y'all know it off the top of y'all's head? Yeah, TGIF, that's T-E-A-G-I-F at foxhole.tv. There it is. Don't be DMing us and then get mad when we forget because we had a lot on our minds, okay? <laughs> All right, y'all, a Delta flight got into a crappy situation when a passenger experienced explosive diarrhea while flying from Atlanta, Georgia, to Barcelona, Spain. 
the pilot immediately turned the plane around and landed back in America. Oh my God. What are your thoughts on this mess? Uh, I was going to go to Alfred's, but Q, you got like a little sparkle <laughs> in your eye and everything. So let me go ahead and go to you. Um, so being transparent, y'all know it don't take much a night of partying and I'd be having to use the bathroom. When I left Mexico, like I was real uncertain if I was going <laughs> to be able to maintain the whole flight. I ain't going to lie. I had to go before I got on the flight. And when I got on the airplane, I had to go before it took off. Luckily, the dog was in first class, honey. So I just had to walk to see something going to the lavatory. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. As somebody who has chronic stomach issues, I'm not going to laugh. The man didn't do this on purpose. Nobody gets on the airplane. It's very embarrassing, and I'm pretty sure he couldn't help it. So I, I'm not going to rail him. Now, the only thing that concerns me is what else was going on that the pilot would turn the plane around for this? I mean, this isn't life-threatening unless he was bleeding or, or something. It would just seem to me that they could give him some gloves, some cleaning supplies, and they could finish the flight. Why wasn't he in the bathroom with this? Like, you know when you're about to go, doo-doo? We all, okay, you get hot first, right? And you're like, oh, I got to go right now. You stop burning up first, and then usually it doesn't usually just come out like this... I mean, Claudia, it, TMI, but I've had instances where I thought I had to pass gas. And <laughs> he could have been standing up going to the bathroom. We know that had... it's a he. It's a he, right? We know it's a he. You yeah. think he had on shorts? Did he have on shorts? What did he have on? This is my thing. And I explosive diarrhea. Now, y'all help me understand. This is what I understand. Explosive diarrhea occurs when the rectum is full with liquid and gas. That's what explosive diarrhea is. It has nothing to do with what you ate. It has to do with when your rectum is filled with liquid and gas. And we know, well, I'm going to leave that part alone. What part? You know what I mean? In order for it to be full, Huh? In order for it to be full with liquid, it's reasonable to assume that your stomach was towed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, how else would the liquid get there unless you know something? I'm just saying, what, what happens in Atlanta on Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend? The turn up? Isn't it a oh. pride? I, I don't know. I've never been there. I mean, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, you saying he had loose bowels, Al? Ooh, Al being messy. He being light-skinned messy tonight. Al, you saying he been around the world and I, 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 I? I'm just saying, how did it happen? His stomach was upset, y'all. The same way y'all like to laugh at me about that story in the dumpster. I didn't trust and believe as classy, based, and refined and educated as I am. I did not <laughs> want lie. that to happen. I promise you I didn't want that to happen, but it was either that or on myself. So, I mean, right. things happen. From the front Alan, of the plane yeah. to the back of the plane queue, can you imagine sitting in the aisles and someone passes by you and explosive diarrhea? I can't, but I can understand how it happens. It's, it's just like projectile vomiting. Sometimes you just can't control what your body is going to do. And we should not body shame this man or fluid shame this man <laughs> for his body. Well, that was an eight-hour delay for his body. Eight-hour delay they couldn't get to Barcelona. I, I just thought there was a little bit. Of, I thought the body gives you a little bit of warning, though. But I, I've never boo-booed on myself. Al, have you ever boo-booed on yourself? I'm sure I have. I, you, look, you know, I have mild to moderate Crohn's. So for me, I use the restroom quite regularly. So. Juwan said, Al said it was douche water. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gay boy joke. Go on to the next thing, Claudia. That's a gay boy. It was fleet water. It was fleet water. Listen, all the soulmates out there, Google fleet right now. F-L-E-E-T. And then you'll get the joke. It was fleet water. Go on to the next thing, Claudia. In other airport news a woman claims that delta airlines offered her one thousand eight hundred dollars after losing her dog at the atlanta airport paula rodriguez was detained by customs who took her dog while she stayed overnight in a detention center the airline promised they would take care of her dog until uh she found a flight back home but the next day the airline could not find the dog do you think the woman should do more for this woman and her lost dog i mean 
$1,800 for your loved pet. Uh, what do you think about this story? Listen, poor Delta. Both of these are Delta stories. Um, where is PETA when you need them? Where is PETA? This is really bad. You know, this was a dog that she uh, rediscovered and, and rescued off the streets of Santa Domingo um, and, you know, made it her own. And now they can't find it. I think she deserves more than just $1,800. But I'm going to tell you what, that dog broke out of that kennel because that dog was like, I am not going back to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> I don't know. I was him. like, ooh, this Atlanta, this Atlanta airport got air conditioned. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, you shading Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic's gonna be mad at you. Ah, no, not at all, because you know that's one of my favorite destinations. But I, I mean the dog broke out. The dog broke out of the cage and, and Delta's saying, look, the dog broke out of the cage. The cage wasn't properly secured. So, you know, what do we do? Damn. Now, Q, I know you're a you're a dog lover, so how would you feel if someone gave you eighteen hundred dollars and they lost your dog? Why was she being detained is what I want to know. Well, you know, I'm also one of the dog lovers who won't spend more on a dog vet bill than I paid for the dog. So <laughs> depending on how much she paid for the dog, she might have came up. If the dog broke out of the cage, mama, that's on you and not Delta, because Delta didn't provide the cage. You did. And listen, we still ain't find out where that man leg at. So now we got enough stories to do a whole special. Where is, we're going to do one segment called Where is the Leg? And then we're going to do another one called Where is the Dog? The woman believes the dog has been without food and water for over 72 hours. No, the dog is somebody's house. Right. Because I, we've all been on a tarmac where we've seen animals running on the tarmac. It's not on the tarmac somewhere. Um, somebody took the dog home. Right. I knew a guy that lied about his status and he actually was living in the Atlanta airport for two weeks. He found places he could shower and lay on, like, it was a lot. Like it, that dog very well may be somewhere in the Atlanta airport. It's huge. Mm. Oh, I wish. I, mm. And so Claudia, you asked why was she detained? She didn't have proper paperwork to come into the United States when she landed in the United States. Oh, child, so we know that damn cage wasn't proper. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm sitting here as somebody who travels with their animals from time to time, like the basic cage from Petco or PetSmart works. Chad, that's some, some <laughs> paper mache. Get off my line. Go on to the, go on to the break party. Jerome in the house says I'm flying spirit from now on. And the kid, oh, like they pulled a soul plane on the dog. All right, y'all. Coming up next, a TikTok challenge gone wrong. And later find out what situation has us saying, not me, girl. Keep it here. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Yo, we are dying at the comments in the, the chat. Someone said we need a lost T segment. They need the dog, the leg, Tamika's money, and Kelly Price. <laughs> yeah, Claudia, we still trying to figure out where the hell Kelly Price had win at. And I'm pretty sure wherever Kelly Price had win at, that's where that leg at. And that's where Tamika's got $30,000 at. And that's Isn't it all in Atlanta? Out? Atlanta's like the new Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yeah. It might be, or Kelly Price might have went up the Blue Ridge Mountain. She might have went to the Kiba L Factory. We don't know where <laughs> she had went at, but Kelly Price is definitely the president of the lost and found. <laughs> Being a found, we have some good information we found and we'd like to share with you. Charging higher interest is how banks make more money, and they take a lot more of your hard-earned money if your credit score is just okay but not great. Scoremaster is the new science in accelerating credit scores that puts you in control of your money, not the bank. Now, say your credit score is 650 and you're borrowing $500,000 to refinance your home. Well, starting at Scoremaster, you can save over 75 grand in interest over the life of your loan or more. That's a lot of money. That 75 grand is your money, not the bank's. That's the genius behind Scoremaster's three-week rule, especially now with these really high interest rates. It only takes a minute to get started and you can add 30 to 100 points in about three weeks, depending on your credit file. So before you apply for any loan, auto lease or credit, Start at Scoremaster. Go ahead and visit scoremaster.com slash T to try Scoremaster for free. 
That's right, for free. Visit scoremaster.com slash T, scoremaster.com slash T. Um, Q, I know you're, 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 you're in love now and maybe a new home with your loved one is in the future. What do you think about the whole score master thing and so building you know credit? Started with your messy ass. I'm gonna tell you something <laughs> that happened. I was sitting at Houston's about two weeks ago with a girlfriend, and I had got a credit report alert that my credit score had shot up 63 points. What? And I, I was thinking to myself, what could have possibly happened that shot my score? Now I know a lot of my friends on social media, their loans had been, their student loans had been forgiven. I was hoping it was my student loans being forgiven. It was not. But the month prior and subsequent, I mean, prior month than that, I had been following my uh, score master advice. I had paid some balances down, knocked off some things, some things that I needed to dispute had fallen off. And in one month, I shot up 63 points, guys, all from the guidance of Scoremaster. So it does work. It works. It works. It works. That's a whole new tier. That's all. Oh, most, most definitely. It took me from good to great. I was always in good. And don't, don't get it twisted. But it took me to great. Isn't that amazing, Al? Yeah, that's, a, that's the best part about Scoremaster. They say that the average increase, if you follow their advice, is 61 points. And they also say the average time to get that is within 20 days. So, hey, you can't go wrong with Scoremaster, and especially if you're getting the opportunity to do it free with your T-code. Get I that Scoremaster now and use that T-code. Promotional consideration furnished by Scoremaster. Let's get back to some topics. All right, so a 14-year-old died after eating an extremely spicy chip as part of a viral challenge on TikTok called the One Chip Challenge. Now, according to his mother, Harrison Willowblah passed away from complications after eating a pakai chip at school. What do you think, who do you think should be held accountable in this case, if anyone besides the teenager, Al? Well, so the interesting thing here is that the company has done the right thing. They have it labeled correctly. They said for adult consumption only, children, you know, are absolutely forbidden from using this, right? Mm -hmm. So the company has, has kind of released themselves of any type of liability. The school can't monitor it, even though this has been happening in school districts around the world, around the country, and they are aware of this challenge because last year, 31 students had very bad reactions to this challenge. So school districts are, are aware of it. Now, this is the issue. The store that sold him the, the bag of chips should have checked his ID to make sure that he was 18 years and older, just like you do with cigarettes and alcohol. The fact that they sold that young man that bag of chip and he was underage makes them liable. So for me, they need to sue the store. No, oh, chip's killing people, though. How, like, Q, what do you think about this story? So I'm not even here for this and our government is failing us. I just just don't think that anything in the trademark department of snack food consumption should be able to kill people. Al enlightened me. What did he die of? Asphyxiation from the so, it being hot? Well, so this is a deal. He, it's 12 weeks before we'll know what his autopsy says, because they said that it takes 12 weeks to get it back in the county that he lives in. The other thing is, this is the first fatality that this chip company has ever reported since it being brought to market. So they said that he got sick in school, felt better, went home, was getting ready for basketball tryouts, and that's when he felt sicker, couldn't breathe or whatever stomach problems that he had. By the time he got to the hospital, he was announced dead. So that's given a, a poisoning tease. Something, a, a poisoning probably, or, a, or an a, allergy. Or allergic reaction uh -huh. to That's what I'm thinking, like an allergen reaction is what it's giving me because it was delayed and then it was fatal. So. I don't get why people are signing up to do these things that you know there's a warning against, like, oh, let me try fentanyl. Oh, let me try a chip that they say it could be fatal. Um, Cash Green said, Lord, these children have to stop conforming to such fully wang. Uh, Araya MJ said, it's sad to hear, but nobody can be held accountable in hot, and hot jams. T, I didn't mean to cut you off. Like no, go ahead, go ahead. I feel like the kid had a pre-existing condition. Probably. But anything, I don't feel anything, like there's something. Go ahead. Anything that has on the package, keep out of reach of children. Hey, why are you buying and eating it for a challenge on TikTok for followers and likes? That doesn't make sense to me. 
while we plan, really in America, a lot of our food is banned in Europe. A lot of the food that we are okay to have, uh, they would not allow their citizens to eat a lot of the stuff that we eat here in America. So, um, yeah, there's also that. All right, y'all, coming up next, find out what got us saying, not me, girl. And later, find out why Melissa Ford is defending Doja Cat. We didn't get to get to that story last night, but we're getting into it today. We'll be right back. Just tough in these dating streets. Welcome back to TGIF. Al was giving us a T on somebody. These Tinder dates, you got to be careful. All right, y'all. The former leader of the Proud Boys, Enrique Tario. Oh, my God, you guys. Such a sad story. He was sentenced to 22 years in prison. Uh, this was for the, his role in the January 6th attack on the nation's capital. Tario released the apo following apology. I will have to live with that shame and disappointment for the rest of my life. And added, the events of January 6th is something that should never be celebrated. Do you think 22 years is a fair sentence? And do you believe his apology? And don't you find it ironic that the darkest, brownest person in this entire situation got the longest prison sentence? Go ahead, Al. Listen, listen, the Afro-Latino, you know, America loves making an example out of us, and they do it every single time. And let me tell you what's so funny, Claudia. He wasn't even there. He wasn't even at the insurrection because a couple of days earlier, he burned a Black Lives Matter flag. They arrested him, and he was put out of the district. So allegedly, he, he coordinated all of this from a hotel in Virginia, I think, some hotel in Virginia. And he still, he wasn't even there still got more time than anybody else who was actually implementing and doing the insurrection. And Q, before I, I'm gonna ask you Q, he got 22 years for kind of organizing it, but there is a bigger fish above him. Like, what does that say about Donald Trump though, right? Q, what do you think about this and, and the brown dude? They said he tried to do white boy things with brown skin. Well, here's the funny thing, you know, Donald Trump was smart enough that dog whistling ain't a crime. Mm -hmm. Dog whistling is not a crime. And although we know that people like Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis are the ones who pump the lifeline and the blood and the oxygen and energy into these types of extremists, it's the people that actually carry out the plans that get in trouble. He's from Miami. This should have been a uh, what the Florida story. He's from Little Havana, Miami. And I got a different perspective on this, right? So first and foremost, I agree. He should do the time. People died, so on and so forth. I put this post on my Instagram and a lot of people are upset with me. And all I'm asking is for five seconds, you get out of your feelings and out of your emotions and just follow me here. I put on my Instagram, I weep for the little Afro-Latino boy in him that grew up in a family, a system, and a world that sent him messaging that said he was not good enough, he'll never be good enough, he's not deserving, and in order to feel whole and feel like somebody, he ran over to this side. Now, you know, it's perplexing because you dark skin, by no stretch of the imagination are you a white boy with the tan. Anybody can look at you and tell at a minimum, you've got Latin blood in you, and at a not too far stretch of the imagination, you've got African blood in you. As an adult, perhaps you should have gotten help. People die, so you deserve all the time you got. But Claudia, for just two seconds, could you imagine being in elementary school through your adulthood and just hating yourself mm -hmm. for something that you can't control? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that gotta be tough. Um, but I'll never understand the complexities of the Latino community. The ones that have this like, this inner turmoil with where they're supposed to be, right? Like mm -hmm. we all know, especially with the Afro uh, Cuba, uh, Latinos, right? That have African blood in them. They're, they're, they, they have color in them, right? And feeling like if they just go ahead and just like, just side with the whites, that they're gonna somehow be accepted. It never works mm -hmm. out for y'all. Mm -hmm. It never, and they play on that. You can do all the insurrections. You can take play, pride, take place in their, their marches and be racist against black people. They'll be like, thanks, Bic. That's how they think of you. 
They yeah. still think of you like that. And that's not me using racial. That's what they think of you. They don't think you're white because you do this. They're like, sucker. Y'all mm-hmm. don't think that when you aid the dominant um, culture, culture, you don't think they they don't recognize that and be like, this guy over here. Mm-hmm. They, see, they, they're not dumb. They appreciate the help. Prosecutors uh, argued that Tario had a nine page strategic plan to storm government buildings in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. And, and the, the, it's amazing that this is the hill that these Latinos, well, these people want to die on, especially, and I know I'm going long, especially that Latino community was the way Trump kicked off his campaign, was coming for y'all first, yeah. then the Muslims. And here's what's sad, Claudia. I live in Miami, all right? And firsthand, from the time I was in elementary school, I've seen people come over here, even Africans, even Jamaicans. This is not just like a Latino thing. Mm-hmm. And their attitudes is when I get to America, I want to assimilate and be anything other than black. That's true. That's that, And that is a global position that people have when they come to this country. They want to be anything other than black. Because the one thing they know for sure is that if you assimilate and associate with the black people, you're going to be treated a certain way. So if 2% of you can pass and get in the club, especially when you don't have any cultural history with American blacks, then that's where they run to. And Al Sharpton says it best, just because you my color don't mean you my kind. And that's the prime example of what he was. He was our color, but he wasn't our kind. And that's why he felt so comfortable going over there, but he saw the real America. Catch. Yes, you did, Claudia. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I, when will they learn though? Like, who has it worked out for? No one. No one. I, I, it, it really saddens me when I see other cultures, especially like Indians. You know, like how they have their whole caste system based on skin color, like the darker ones mm-hmm. are treated so poorly. And it's such a beautiful color to be. And the like, overwhelming majority of your country look like peanut butter. They're, they're the skin color of peanut butter. Right. I don't get it. I don't, I do not get it. All right, listen, we hear crazy stories pretty much every day and they got us saying, not me, girl. <laughs> not me, girl. A Houston club went viral for a new trend that involves pouring out expensive bottles of liquor. Take a look. The only winner is a club owner. Are you here for this new flex or is it a not me girl, Al? Not uh, well, I know me. you ain't spilling no liquor out. <laughs> I am not turning over $2,000 worth of liquor to pour on the floor. Nothing about that makes any sense to me. But obviously, it resonates with a lot of people because DJ Academic got 30.8 million views from this nonsense. Yeah, what you think about this? So listen, I'm all about flexing on a bitch when it's time to flex. But I need to be able to walk out of the establishment with what I spent my money on. So I'll put my money in a car. I'll put my money in some clothes. I'll even put my money into a nice dinner. I'm not buying no alcohol and pouring it down the floor. I will pour it down my throat. I will pour it down the body of my date. I will pour, I will pour it in a to-go cup and take it home. But I'm not pouring no bottle of liquor on the ground just to show a bunch of people who don't even have what I have that I have something. That doesn't make sense to me. Me neither. I, I agree with y'all. I love a good floss in a club. I think it's, it's it could be, when I used to do the clubbing thing, it was fun, it's cute. But you're pouring it out. And the club owner's like, yes, stupid people. Do it again. <laughs> you dumbasses, you poured it out, now you still need something to yeah, do. Yeah, like send them more bottles now. Get more bottles over to that table now, right away. First of all, you're spending $600 for a bottle that costs $47 at the liquor store. Right. That's number one. And then you're pouring out said bottles. I'm just like, man, our people do not know what to do with money. We don't. We don't. We we, we, we need help in this department. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, BQT says, oh, Bay Cutie says, uh, I wasn't wasting no liquor. This is stupid. Okay. 
Uh, coming up, Melissa Ford is defending Doja Cat's new video, Demons. Find out why when we return. Hit that like button. Welcome back to the show. All right, y'all. We have been trying to get to this story since yesterday. Melissa Ford is coming to the defense of Doja Cat. After people called out Satanism in her new video, Demons, Melissa tweeted, So I'm trying to figure out how people are calling Doja Cat's new video, Demons, Devil Worship, etc. But we'll watch horror movies involving Christian references and iconography. I mean, there's a whole subgenre of horror films devoted to it. What's the difference? Does Melissa have a point? Let's go to you first, Q. I 100% agree. I think that there's a subsection of our population that so devoted to the devoted to the church. The minute they see anything that resembles demon, the devil, or whatever, they run to this thing. But what's the difference between her video and watching an M Night Shyamalan film? or a Wes Craven film or any other horror film, it's art. It'd be different if outside of her entertainment, y'all, somebody caught iPhone footage of her in a library studying a satanic Bible or trying to call on demons. As far as we are concerned, we don't even know if this is what real demons in life look like. This is what Hollywood has sold us. And y'all are just running with it and making it devil worship or just putting so much dip on your chip. It's art. Doja Cat is weird. And I just need you to say this. If she's not for you, she's not for you. I'll be the first to say she's not for me, but I recognize that she's for some people. Okay. Al, do you agree? Or what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I watched the I, I watched the video. She does references to horror movies. I'm sure I saw Shining in there. I thought I saw Exorcist in there, and Insidious was definitely in there. All those references were made. I was taken back by some of the symbolism, the tattoos, the cutting hair, and then her pictures on IG. I don't think they're demonic necessarily. I think they're borderline corny, if you want my my real advice. But the song is hot. I don't know what's going on with Doja Cat, but it plays right. At, maybe she's playing into the whole conspiracy theory, right? There's also a whole bunch of people that say, oh, when you get to a certain level of fame, you have this is what you got to do. This is all part of getting through the glass ceiling, getting to the other side, right? When people start getting the $20 million movies and the big record deals, they often say that they had to sell their soul. They went through a satanic ritual. They have to. They start changing up their music and it's playing into that. So I don't know if it's really a thing or she's just playing into it because she's messing with the folks. I will say this though. She has gotten really weird. Q, I'm going to agree with you on that. Like shaving off the eyebrows. Remember that weird picture where she looked like um, the, 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 the chicken man. I forgot his name. I mean, but honestly, Claudia, it's the Lady Gaga and the Marilyn Manson effect. She ain't doing nothing that we haven't seen already. The only thing she's doing is pushing the envelope a little harder than they did in the early 2000s, the same way the girls are being more sexy than Kim, Foxy, and Trina. Wasuki is the reincarnation of Little Kim, and Doja is the reincarnation of the Marilyn Mansons and the and the and the uh, Lady Gaga's. We've seen this before. There, there, there's nothing here to, to to get in a tizzy about people. Nikki Abundant said, "I agree." I don't play with spirits. Stuff is real. Don't watch those movies either. And Sean Alexander said, I'm not devoted to the church, but please get away from me with this. All right. Um, all right, cool. Moving on. Uh, we can't end the show without giving a happy belated birthday to Queen Bay. Beyonce celebrated her 42nd birthday with her Beehive, Beehive in Los Angeles during her Renaissance tour. Now, it was a star-studded event, including a birthday serenade from the legendary Miss Diana Ross. Everyone came out to the show to show their love to the queen, including Kiki Palmer and Darius Jackson. What do you think about Beyonce's celebration and how do you feel about Kiki and Darius stepping out for the queen? Al, were you there? I was. I was there. I wasn't there on Monday, but I went with Cynthia Bailey on Saturday. We were guests of SoFi app. Thank you, SoFi, for inviting us. We had an incredible time. We were in a beautiful suite. And then you just can't go wrong at a Beyonce concert. The energy was high. Her vocals were, were her spot on. And then her entire production was just 
just something to you know admire um happy birthday beyonce belated birthday and as it relates to kiki palmer and darius i i i now i'm just now I believe you and q remember i was fighting the opposite right you guys so was this a a hoax for people to was this like a incident all to promote usher's song that nobody's listening to now that's not even trending haven't even charted is that what this is because if this was a hoax or 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 similar to a hoax or wasn't real and they really are still together kiki darius and usher can kick rocks that's not cool they had the whole black female delegation coming out for them for her at least. Uh, Q, what do you think about this? Oh, happy birthday, Beyonce. I think there's nothing greater than when one of the legends comes out and honors you. The Aretha's, the Patti LaBelle's, the, the Diana Ross's, it gets no better. I'm sure that's a highlight of her career. I loved when she was in tears, giving her, you know, thankful she was feeling so full. As far as Kiki and Darius are concerned, yeah, the joke's on us. Claudia and I told you that a long time ago. You sure the I do think it's corny that you play with your relationship. I also think that karma will spin the block and really what you were playing will end up happening to you if you're not careful. Certain things should be kept sacred, especially your baby daddy and your baby. Um, the joke was on us, but I am glad to see, despite the marketing, we're mad, we'll get over it in 2.5 days, as the black community does, that we do have a young black couple that looks relatively aspirational. Barry mm. okay. mm. Mary says she better win album of the year. Grammys better get it together. Sean Alexander said, yes, Al, you looked great. All right. Happy birthday, Beyonce. I love, um, I, I wish I was there. Uh, you're in Dallas on the 21st. I'm not going to be able to be there, but I am kind of getting tired of everybody's outfits, though. I'm a little bit over that part. Let them be bad. They fine, Claudia. <laughs> no, no, I, I, it's cool. But I'm like, okay, all right. What it else was a lot on? of silver. It was a lot of silver from from Target, <laughs> from Walmart, <laughs> from Amazon. But to me, Kelly Rowland ate the most. El Kelly Rowland looked so bomb. I loved her getup. That was definitely not from Target. All right, y'all. I want to thank the fellas out Reynolds, Funky Dineva, doing an awesome job tonight, per usual. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Make sure you catch that replay tomorrow. Hit that like button. Stay tuned for In Style, Atlanta Uncut, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye, fellas. Y'all going to be out in these streets tonight? Y'all going to be staying in the house? No, I'm staying in the house. Yeah, I just came from in these LA streets celebrating my good friend Tamara Houston's birthday. Happy birthday, Tamara. Bye, soulmates. Bye. Bye.